0: Now, a headline caught my eye uh, while I was on my way into work today. So I reached out to Dr. Brett Belchets, who is our 640 Toronto medical expert, to talk about that. And here's what he said. So another study was published this week. It emphasizes the importance of a good night's sleep. This time it came out of Spain. And it actually emphasizes that if you're sleeping less than six hours a night, you're more likely to develop plaques throughout your body. Can you tell me a little bit more about this?
1: So this is a really interesting study, and it follows up on a lot of pre-existing research that we've seen that correlates coronary artery disease with poor sleep. And, you know, there's been a lot of questions over the years uh, what exactly the mechanism is that would actually cause this to happen. But one interesting other area of study is... If poor sleep is causing our coronary arteries to be blocked, is it actually causing blockages in arteries in other parts of our body? So is it causing you to be more likely to have strokes or clots elsewhere? And so... This is what these researchers studied, and they actually looked at almost 4,000 men, uh, and I believe this was done in Spain, and what they did is they actually had them wear monitors when they went to bed. And this is actually really interesting because a lot of other studies, they actually just surveyed people and asked them how well they sleep. This one actually objectively measured their sleep with monitors that they went to bed with, and what they did is once they had the actual sleep patterns established for these men, they then looked at their arteries, not just their heart arteries, but their arteries around their bodies. So they used a combination of ultrasound techniques and CT techniques to actually look and see what kinds of blockages they saw. And the, the takeaway from this study was that not only did the men who were sleeping more poorly have more coronary artery disease, which is something that we've seen before, but they had more blockages of arteries around their bodies, which would presumably raise their rate for stroke and all sorts of other conditions that are caused by block arteries. So this is a pretty profound finding, and certainly a study that is of higher quality than previous studies that we've seen on this particular subject.
0: And the subjects in the study, this is important, were healthy. They had no sleep apnea or no existing heart disease that they knew of.
1: Exactly. So that was one of the most important parts of this study is that these were people that we presumed had clean hearts, clean arteries, and didn't have any issues. So to actually look at these men and find so much predominance of blocked arteries and especially so much predominance in the men that weren't sleeping well, this is a really, really interesting finding.
0: And when you talk about not sleeping well, it's not just about getting eight hours a night of sleep because they're saying, you know, you're more at risk if you get six hours of sleep, but also that quality of sleep, the waking uh, frequently, you know, moving around a lot in your sleep actually also increased the risk of plaque buildup.
1: Well, I'm glad you brought that up. So they looked at sleep in three broad categories. So there was broad category one, which is the people that get good sleep, you know, they get their eight hours, they don't wake up in the night, and you know that's what we call high quality sleep. Then there's the people that just don't sleep a lot, so they were sleeping less than that, uh, but they had a pretty steady sleep and they slept through the night, but it might've only been five or six hours. Then they had a third category, which is men that had what are what is called fractured sleep. So they might've slept in total eight hours, but they woke up lots of times throughout the night. And what was interesting is in the results, the group that had the worst blockages of their arteries was actually that group of men with fractured sleep. So, so even if you're sleeping lots, but you're having poor quality of sleep, you're actually putting yourself potentially into a dangerous category of health here. And so there are some takeaways here, which is that, uh, you know, obviously sleep may be a much bigger determinant of health than we've ever thought before but that it isn't just the total amount of sleep that we're getting that matters. It is the quality of the sleep that is possibly most important, more important than anything else.
0: I'm one of those people that I'm a big fan of napping, and I'm a big fan of sleeping a long time, but I also hear that this study found that sleeping too long could also lead to plaque buildup.
1: And that is true. So that is something that we've seen not only in this study, but we've seen this in numerous other studies. So the benefits of sleep, just just like with many other things in our life, tend to taper off and actually... Uh, begin to become negative if we get too much of it. So, once you go over the recommended amount, we tend to see the opposite of the effect. So, we tend to see worsening outcomes. So, there is that sweet spot of sleep, you know, right around that sort of seven to eight hour mark, which is great. And then when we get a lot more, you know, we tend to see negativity occur. So, a- again, don't oversleep, don't undersleep. Moderation seems to be the answer here, just like with so many other things in our lives.
0: I saw this other article today that kind of relates to it. It's want a guaranteed want to guarantee a better night's sleep, set an alarm for bedtime?
1: Well, you know, that that is a very, very common uh, problem that many people have, which is inconsistency of their sleep hours. So when we look at people with poor sleep, one of the first pieces of advice we give is something called sleep hygiene. And sleep hygiene means, as a starting point, that you need to be going to bed at the same time every night, and you need to be waking up at the same time every morning. Because our bodies are very very all about habit so our bodies have an internal clock that will say that if you go to bed at the same time every night your body knows that that's the time to fall asleep and will eventually be trained very well to sleep at that time but if we're switching that time which is very possible in our modern day and age you know modern artificial lighting and artificial clocks and everything that we have if you're switching that time every single day our body doesn't know when its natural time to fall asleep is and so that's what leads to either an inability to fall asleep or that fractured sleep, because even if you do manage to fall asleep, your body internally may be saying, you know, I need to wake up because this just isn't the right time of day to be sleeping. So train your body. There's a whole bunch of other things that's really important. You know, things like a quiet room, make sure that electronic devices are not in that room. We all have our phone next to our bed don't do it. You know, use a regular old school alarm clock. Keep your phone in another room. Make sure you have blackout drapes. Make sure you keep the temperature cool. These are all some of the most important things you can do in terms of sleep hygiene to try to get a good night of sleep.
0: Dr. Belchett, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much.
1: You're very welcome. Have a great day.